Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Listening to the Recovery Radio podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous. I am your host. You can email me at sarcasticbitbook at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. Visit my website to RecoveryRadioKMP3.com To get the books, go to SarcasticBigBook.com And as always, I am so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day is just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere right in the middle, but here we go. You and me, I am glad for that. have a piping hot cup of French Rose coffee from Trader Joe's here mixed with some Don Francisco's hazelnut. It is particularly good today and I also am needing to tell you I am so grateful I have no desire to drink today. And I know a lot of people who are hurting bad, struggling, so much pain. You know, when you're in pain or you're struggling or you're disillusioned or you just feel lost, fearful, one minute of that is is harrowing. And I spent 10 years like that. I mean, easy. I really know what it's like to be in pitch black. Be suicidal. At worst. Just plain miserable and lost at best. I I know that place. I can access it. I remember it. It's part of me. I remember it. Vividly. And I can remember it vividly because I... I've worked my ass off to get away from that place. And I've been able to do that successfully. And if you're thinking, Hey man, that's not true. You know, you're, you think you're perfect or, you know, you don't, I'm not saying anything like that. I get sad. I get, I have times when I feel lost and confused. But it's been many, many years since I've gone to the depths of depression I used to go to. And my moments now are very brief. If I struggle for 
more than, I mean, it doesn't last days anymore. Very, very infrequently do I struggle for like days. Usually it's hours. And I guess I'm so aware of the the clarity of the message that I have in Alcoholics Anonymous and how that is related to what I'm talking about right now, that I always want to talk about it. I always want to talk about, I always want to talk about the clarity of the message because it's saved my life and it's allowing me to have this incredible experience. Now I'm bringing all this up because I, I'm surrounded by people who don't have that clarity of message and they're hurting bad. And I think it gets very confusing for me sometimes. I guess not confusing. That's not the word. It's, it's, I don't know when to say what and what measure and to whom it's, it's, I want to, I do this podcast. I write these books. I work with people. I, I mean, the center of my whole life is driven to, you know, by this desire to, express the clarity of the message that I have received that has enabled me to be excited about today. I'm not excited about today for any particular reason. Any particular external reason. I'm excited about today because the keystone is in place. Because God is my employer and I feel that all the way through me. So I'll just share some very general pieces of clarity concerning the message I have received that is directly relating to my ability to sit here right now, fired up about life, regardless of the circumstances in my life. Number one, selfishness is not part of my alcoholism. There's lots of confusion about this. Here it's shared all the time. And it says in step four, we had to get down to causes and conditions. Our liquor was but a symptom. They're not talking about alcoholism anymore. I implore you to read it carefully. They're talking about it being a symptom 
of our being blocked from God. We have to get down to the causes and conditions. They're now talking about a human being being blocked from God. They're not saying more about more even more about alcoholism. And I talk about this a lot in the what does the big book say section of this podcast where I have episodes that cover this much more. I talk about a workshop that I go through, co-facilitate, where we go through this even in more depth. But there's lots of things that are nuanced, small, seemingly things in the big book that are taken completely out of context. There's things in the stories in the big book that go against what's in the first, particularly 103 pages, up to where the clear-cut directions stop. There's things in the 12 and 12 that directly contradict the big book. But I want to know something amazing. There's nothing in science that contradicts what's in the big book. Science caught up with Dr. Silkworth about eight years ago. But there's a lot of confusion outside of that. Anyways, that's number one. And that's significant. Selfishness is not, I'm not stuck with my selfishness. Meaning, I can achieve perfect adherence to spiritual principles. I just can't maintain them, but I can achieve them. God can remove whatever self-will has blocked me off. It's possible to have moments and experiences where I am not in self. I'm saying this. I know almost no one compared to the amount of people in AA I, 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 I know and I'm friends with, most people that I know and I'm friends with in, with AA don't have the same understanding that I just expressed. To me, that leads to the bulk of the suffering. I trust my thinking today. I don't trust self-centered thoughts. I don't trust them. If I can discern that I have a thought that's based on fear, or if I have a thought that's based on resentment, or if I have a thought that's based on self-seeking, or if I have a thought that's based on self-pity, I don't trust it. And I try to eliminate it by literally pivoting and thinking a loving thought instead. I don't trust selfish thoughts. The big book calls that wrong motives to have thoughts like that. I don't trust them. That's it. 
covers everything. <laughs> well, I'm worried about my amends. That's a selfish thought. Why? Because it's fear-based. It's not love-based. I'm not thinking about... I'm thinking about me. I'm afraid to share in a meeting because I'm afraid that people... Will, that's a selfish thought. I mean, it's like... I'm worried that I'm not good enough to... I mean, there's just... Those are the things... Those are the thoughts I don't trust. I don't trust them. So when I went through steps three... Four, five, six, seven, eight, and nine, particularly with this understanding I'm talking about right now, changed my whole life and eliminated the bulk of the noise that was in my head, making it much more quiet. And it's gotten easier and easier to discern. I see selfishness that I didn't see before all the time. I can't tell you how many times this week I've just heard people share that they're extremely selfish because they're alcoholic. If you're somebody who's listening to this and thinking, I know, but it says that in the book, please write to me. I promise you, I know the spots you're referring to. And I would love to talk about you, talk about them with you. So email me if you want or message me. It's information that is so valuable. Changed my whole life. I think that's it. That understanding that I'm not stuck with my selfishness, it's not my alcoholism. That you, you can become less and less selfish over time with a continued application of the tools that are in the big book. That's possible. Big book says that happens and it's possible. That's actually possible. If you're dreading some family event, that's not because you're alcoholic, according to the big book. It's because you're in self. If you're trying to control something that your adult kid is doing, that's not because you have a complicated mind or you're, you're overthinking things or you have a broken brain. It's because you're in self. And these are, they can go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. If I'm like asked to lead a meeting and I'm really nervous about it, it's not because I'm an alcoholic or I'm, you know, I'm, my perfectionism is because I'm alcoholic or I'm self-conscious because I'm alcoholic. It's because I'm in self. These are all things that I have been told 
and shown and had explained to me right out of the big book that changed my whole life. That's why I'm so excited about today. That's why. It's not because I'm not dealing with real life. It's not because I don't have real life issues. It's not because I'm on a different planet. It's not because I've just always been happy. It's not because I'm just a good mood kind of a person. It's because starting with all the stuff I'm talking about now, it was a revelation to me. I was two and a half years sober when I learned this. Two and a half years. And the clarity of this changed my whole life. So if anybody wants to talk about it further, message me, email me. Or better yet, read very carefully in the big book when it talks about, when it describes the real alcohol. What does it say? What does it say about alcoholic thinking? What does it say about the insanity? What does it say about recovered? What does it say about our own brains by the time we're on step 11? What does it say? It's pretty amazing. All right, I'm out of here. Go have a beautiful day. If anybody needs to hear it, I'll say everything's okay. I have a big male modeling shoot today. There's a company that's coming up with male pasties. So I'm going to model some of those. (laughs) All right, I'm out of here. Hello, Chelsea. Love you very much. Dave, love you very much. Special shout out today to... Randy and I. And I do not know why my life was saved, but I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving, and I hope you do the same.